Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Apply. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Blake in the corner, one second. Arkansas is not going to attempt a shot. Doesn't really matter at this point. Hey, this one was over early. Give UConn credit. Arkansas never really a threat. Never led. UConn led by as many as 29. The season ends tonight. Arkansas season is over. UConn advances. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Coverage of the 2023 NCAA Tournament live from Las Vegas is brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, the Meat People, and Saracen Casino Resort. Saracen Casino and the Bet Saracen Sports Wagering App. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors live from Las Vegas. Got Joe Franklin and Justin Acre out there at Twin Peaks in Little Rock. Got Todd Pierce back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. We're going to talk a little basketball with Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio here in just a second, but give me an update. A lot of stuff happened during the commercial break with Arkansas and LSU baseball. Arkansas went up 9-1 to one because Kendall Diggs decided to hit a grand salami and just, I don't know if he's hitting solo shots or if that's even a thing. If he hits home runs, there are always three or four runners, but uh, they really opened the doors and opened the floodgates, and Arkansas is now leading 9-3 to three because LSU did hit a two-run shot uh, to try to uh, close the gap, but there is one out bottom of the 10th so there's that hopefully Arkansas can hold off and I'm sure it'll make the sting of last night's loss against UConn a little less but we still want to talk about not only that game but also the rest of the things going on in college basketball as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline welcoming the man himself Aaron Torres and uh, Aaron as always we appreciate you joining us and congratulations to your UConn Huskies my man that was uh, an impressive performance against the Razorbacks last night First of all, congrats to you guys. You guys have the greatest job in the world. One of you is at Twin Peaks. The other one is in Vegas. Uh, last time I talked to you, you were at a lingerie shop. So congrats to you guys. You're literally living <laughs> every man's dream uh, across the great state of Arkansas and Nevada and America as a whole. And thank you guys. As far as, you know, yes, I think every, you know anybody who is familiar with my work knows I did go to UConn. Um, I'll be blunt. I, you know, I didn't expect that. I'd be lying. You know, I, I was at a, a wedding rehearsal. I didn't get a chance to watch a ton of the game. But I think what, what that game kind of spoke to was that, listen, in November and December, UConn, I've, I said, was the best team in the country, and that wasn't biased. It was my honest opinion. Um, and as Arkansas fans know as well as anybody, you get to league play, things get challenging. It was. But UConn really started to return a corner, if you will, about the 1st of February I think they, they went like 9-1 and one in their last 10 regular season games. You know, they lost by one in the Big East tournament. Easily could have been playing for a Big East tournament championship. And, you know, at their best, I, I said I thought this was the best team in the country. I think they still might be. Now, Alabama, Houston, some others may have something to say about that over the course of the rest of the tournament. But, you know, as somebody who didn't get to watch the game closely, it sounds just like everything went right for UConn, everything went wrong for the Hogs. And, unfortunately, you know, for Hogs fans, that's how it goes sometimes. Well, Aaron, Aaron I know here's that, the thing. We are really happy to be oh, out go and ahead, about. Go ahead. Sorry, John. We're, we're happy to be out and about. And, yes, John in Vegas and us at Twin Peaks. But we all would have traded places with you to be at a wedding rehearsal <laughs> last night. Let's not kid ourselves. That's, that's free booze, buddy. Hey, it, it was. I mean, I hate to say it. I think Arkansas fans needed some of that last night. So, um, no, nah, it was, you know, I, I really, it, it really, I, I would have been there for, I live in L.A. Vegas is about three and a half hours in a car, 45 minutes in a plane. So as happy as I am for my friend who will be getting married here, if, it, if everything goes right, I don't want to jinx it, but if everything goes right here in the next four or five hours, he will be married. Um, but uh, but I would have, I would have, uh, you know, I love him and I'm happy for him, but I also wouldn't have minded rubbing elbows with the big shots like John Daly and John Neighbors in Vegas last night. So I am, 
I am happy for my friend, but I am a little jealous of John that got to be there. So, so Aaron, are you going to make your way to Vegas for the next game? No, I host I host Fox Sports Radio Saturday nights, and so you know I'll be on air reacting live to whatever ends up happening. But um, you know I won't be. I think here's the be- the bigger question, and I'll take your guys' advice for it. I'll be in Houston for the Final Four next week, and, and I don't want to put the cart before the horse. UConn's got a tough game against Gonzaga tomorrow. I host every Saturday, and traditionally I do go to the Final Four. It's a fun you know, event, a fun networking event. But the last few years, because I host on Saturdays, what I've done is usually gone from about midday Wednesday to about Saturday morning, flown back and done my show. I'm, I'm thinking pretty hard about calling out of my show. Because the thing is, the, the games generally coincide with my show. So, like, there's no real reason for me to stay for the games if I can't attend the games. So the question is, and, and you know, my boss is great. He totally gets it. If, if, UConn, if, UConn go, if UConn goes, do I miss out on the paycheck and stay, and, and stay until Saturday for the game next week? Do I call out? But then I, if I stay in town on Saturday, I, I, you know, I might have to stay until Monday yeah, you know, listen, it's a good problem to have, but, but that's the next question. The next phase of that question is, I won't be able to go Saturday, but do I stay in Houston and call out next Saturday if the Huskies are playing? Absolutely. If, if UConn is there at the Final Four, stick around. Stick around. Well, I'm not going to ever tell a man how to manage his money, but if you could, <laughs> you know, look past that and uh, see your team with a chance to possibly win, yeah. Stick around to see him. Well, I will t- I'll tell you this, Joe. That is actually the motto that I generally live my life by. I'll tell you a true story. Um, 2011, I was fresh out of school, and um, I'll be blunt, had no money. And UConn uh, made it to the Final Four, ironically, in Houston. And, um, you know, and uh, they, they made it to the Final Four in Houston. They played Kentucky on a Saturday night. They ended up beating Kentucky by one point. And I said to myself, I said, you know what? If they win this game, I'm going to end up going. Had no money, booked it on a credit card, was down there Monday night when they won the championship against Butler. Still one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. And so to bring it full circle, what I would say to any Hog fan is, Coach Musk is going to get you guys to a Final Four at some point. And I understand people have bills. As you said, Joe, you don't never tell another man how to manage his money. I understand people have bills, kids, college bills, college loans, whatever. But when Coach Musk gets the Hogs to our, to to the Final Four, and he will, um, it's a, it's a once in a lifetime experience, and I encourage Hogs fans to do it. And now that I say that, I've kind of talked myself into a corner. If I'm saying it's a once in a lifetime experience, <laughs> now I feel like I kind of got to go next year. I kind of got to go next weekend if the Huskies make it myself. Well, here's the thing, Aaron. You've seen enough titles from UConn, man. You know, like what what's one more going to be like? I mean, four in twenty years, no big deal. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody, you know, they, they talk a big talk about, oh, you know, Kentucky this and Kansas that and Duke this. You know, UConn's got the most Final Fours in the last 25 years of any program in the country. So I'll say this, too. Uh, I don't know if he was rubbing elbows with you, John, but Jim Calhoun was at the game last night. Still, in my opinion, not just the most underrated coach in college basketball history, the most underrated coach in college sports history. Three national titles literally never gets discussed in any conversation of the greatest coach of all time. And for those of you who have never been to UConn, which I'm guessing is most of you, small school in the middle of the woods, um, I appreciate everything Dan Hurley has done with this program, but there would be no Dan Hurley if it wasn't for Jim Calhoun. So show that man some respect. To your point, John, three titles under that guy, four titles in the last 20 years. I think it's maybe the greatest program-building job in the history of college basketball. And uh, I hope you got a chance to talk. I hope you got a chance to rub elbows with Coach Calhoun last night. So, <laughs> Well, I uh, didn't get a chance to do that, sadly. I, yeah, Bill Murray was there. Didn't get to see him. I guess T.O. was there. There's a bunch of celebrities. And I got to see John Daly, which was great, I guess. But, man, I was it's like, man, I'm looking at the wrong places. I needed to get out of media row and start walking around and, and mixing it up with the people. It seemed like all the stars were out last night in Vegas. Yeah, I was told Bobby Bones, the iconic uh, radio host who's a big Hogs fan, was there too. I didn't see any social media of it. But yeah, the stars were out last night. John Neighbors, Jim Calhoun, John Daly, all the big stars, all the big stars. Jim, Jim Calhoun, one of the greatest sound bites of all time also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's great, you know, and what I love about him is, um, 
you know, he's from a different era. But I don't know. You guys probably didn't see it, but he actually, yes, he he's he's like eighty years old. But he actually spoke to the team this week uh, before they left for for Vegas, and the guy had like in a in a sixty second clip, he had at least five f bombs. And I'm like, you know, to quote to quote T.O., who was apparently there last night, that's my quarterback right there, eighty years old, just dropping <laughs> f bombs like you know it's 1948 or something like that. It was unbelievable sound. So great sound bite, great coach. I don't think you know. He's like Coach Richardson, right? You know, I mean, Coach Richardson, what he did in Arkansas is iconic. Uh, I don't think he gets enough credit for it, and I know that there has been success there before him, so I don't want to undersell other people who had success at the school. But I'm just saying, it's like, you know, uh, uh, Nolan Richardson's another one that just doesn't get the credit he deserves. But Calhoun's an icon, man. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, I, I know Dan Hurley put on a, 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 you know, a championship-caliber team on the floor last night, but none of it would have happened without Jim Calhoun. Having set the blueprint for 35 40 years. Aaron Torres joining us on Out of Bounds from Fox Sports Radio, getting set for a big wedding night. Not his. Um, you know, last no, night, John or one of the other reporters asked, uh, I think it was Nick Smith Jr., John, about UConn's chances going forward. And Nick actually gave an articulate answer. If I'm Nick Smith, I'm going, I really don't care what they do now. They can drop dead for all I care. But anyway, uh, he was very complimentary, but he said, look, it's the tournament's wild. You never know what's going to happen. Aaron, I got to think you're feeling good about Connecticut if you felt that good about them, you know, towards the end of the year last, I guess, the end of the, you know, the calendar year at least, and what we've seen from them in the tournament so far. Um, so, two-parter, I mean, do you like them more than anybody else? If if so, who do you think's the best challenge or the best matchup, I guess, when you look at sort of the way that a team would match up with UConn? Yeah, you know, the, I, I do think, you know, I think talent-wise that they're, they're good enough to beat anybody. Um, the two that... that I don't know if they worry me, but I think probably match up best are Alabama and Houston. And interestingly, UConn and Alabama actually played in that PK-85 event uh, on you know Thanksgiving week. And if you if you just look at the score, uh, UConn actually beat Alabama pretty soundly. I think they won by about 15-16. But that was one of those games, you know, and I, I pretty much watch every UConn game, certainly the high-profile ones. Um, that was a, a one- or two-possession game until, the you know, the under-the-under you know, four-minute mark, and uh, UConn kind of blew it open late. And so so I will say Alabama is probably a team because they played them, they beat them. We know how sports work. Sometimes that gives extra motivation to Alabama. Uh, and I think Houston, too. I mean, keep in mind, obviously, again, the Final Four is in Houston, so that would be, I would think, I, I, I know it would be a major home court advantage for the Cougars. So those are the two that probably jump out. I will say... Like, and I know you guys know this as fans, like I'm actually concerned about how much I like the matchup against Gonzaga uh, tomorrow night. Gonzaga played a late game, emotional game. UConn kind of on cruise control. They got an extra couple hours at the hotel. Like as a fan, I'm almost concerned at how much I feel good about the Gonzaga matchup tomorrow night. But again, to your question, uh, I would definitely say the, the two that worry me the most are Alabama and Houston, no doubt about it. That makes sense. I'm surprised, honestly, the line was only two, to be honest with you, Aaron. But, I mean, it, it could have been. I, I the Gonzaga? Five, for Gonzaga? Yeah, good, yeah, with UConn being favored only by two. I'll be honest, you know, I've been doing wedding stuff all morning. I, I, you know, I have a nice little break now, but I hadn't even seen that. And, and I'm with you. That almost concerns me. now. And, and I'll say this, too. I, you know, you got to own it when you get stuff wrong. I, I, I like I like UCLA against Gonzaga last night. So for me to sit here and say I feel really confident, um, I do feel confident. But one, Gonzaga already proved me wrong last night, and then two, on top of that, it's also worth noting exactly what you guys just said—a two-point spread. Uh, you know, Vegas Vegas doesn't Vegas isn't stupid, and you know I, I know Gonzaga right now is kind of a hot brand and maybe a little bit of a public team, but we all know how these Vegas markets work. Is is one. Um, you know, one, they're in this to make money. They're not in it for anything else. But then, two, obviously, I think that, you know, for them to set the line at two, it's almost baiting you to take Gonzaga after the way that UConn looked last night. So that, True. now that you say that, I'm actually a little bit worried. Um, but, you know, listen, it's, uh, you know, whatever Nick Smith said last night, it's, it's a one-loss tournament. And, <laughs> you know, no, I'm serious. I'm not going to put the cart before the horse. I do like the matchup. Right. But actually, now that I'm hearing that it's only a two-point spread, that does concern yeah. me a little bit, guys. 
Well, it's probably based on the fact that Hawkins and Sonogo aren't going to be able to go because of the injuries last night. So I don't know if you heard about that. I know you've been tied up. So it's unfortunate oh, wow. we play. No, don't talk stuff into existence. Come on now. Come on now. Don't scare me. Like, I can, I did, I my heart did skip a beat for half a second. I'll tell you a funny story. Um, earlier this week, Jay Phyllis was on uh, one of the ESPN shows, and Dan Orlovsky, who is a UConn guy too, uh, was asking him a question, and Jay Billis said something to the effect of, well, UConn's biggest problem, Dan, is that uh, ever since you left, the ac- no, no, he said, he said that, you know, the academic standards have really risen. Uh, you can't just submit your application and cran like you did, Dan. And so I bring it up because you could start to see halfway through the monologue, Dan was really serious. He was really serious. Okay, what's Jay going to say about my school? And then he realized halfway through that it was a total joke. And so that was me right there for half a second. It definitely, and I'm not going to lie, it was a little bit of a late night last night at the rehearsal and the dinner, and then we closed down the bar. It took me half a second to be like, wait, did I miss? Do I need to get, do I need to, get to a computer and Google something? What did I miss here? So, uh, you know, shame on you guys for talking that into existence, but uh, you did get me on that one. I'm not going to lie. How, how did this team lose games? Like, how, how were teams able to match up against UConn? Because they're dominant inside. They can shoot it from the outside. You say you watch every game when you saw them go through that lull and have some of those losses. How did that happen? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I actually said this on one of your guys' other shows earlier this week, is that, you know, guys, and I think Arkansas fans know this better than anybody, is when UConn was undefeated going into league play, and two things happened. One, you get into league play. One, everybody knows you better. But two, you're only playing two games a week, and and teams have time to, to prep for you and all that. You know, it's not like playing a, a Maui Invitational where you, you finish a game and you have 12 hours and you're back on the court. Teams have three, four days. And so I bring it up because I think it was two things, is that there were certainly some bad losses, no doubt about it, Joe. But it was really, in my opinion, I think the teams know them better. And then what ended up happening, you, there was no way to know it at the time, but their schedule was really front-loaded, where if you look at it, their, their, Big, East tournament, their, their Big East Conference opener was at Xavier. Well, nobody knew at the time that Xavier was one of probably the 20 best teams in the country. They're now playing in the Elite Eight tonight. Um, UConn's second Big East, or, or their second Big East road game was at Providence, uh, an NCAA tournament team. Their third Big East road game was at Marquette, which won the regular season title and got a two seed. And so, you know, there was no way to know it at the time how good the schedule was. And so I think it was a combination of that with also, you know how it is, you're, you're dominating and then you start to lose um, you know, you start to lose uh, confidence when you start losing. Well, it turns out you're losing a really, really, really good team. And so when I look back on the beginning of the schedule, I think that was it. I also think, too, and this is something that every program goes through, is that it, it took Dan Hurley a minute to kind of figure out rotations and who should play and who shouldn't. They were playing nine, ten guys really up until about really that, that run started in February. So I think it's a lot of combinations, guys, and, and it's one thing that I say, and it's one thing I always say to Arkansas fans, too, usually if, if the team does struggle early in, in league play, is that one, league play is a different deal, but two, college basketball is a long, long, long season. There's ebbs and flows, peaks and valleys, no doubt about it, and I definitely think there were moments where UConn not only lost confidence, but, um, you know, just, just like I said, the, the flows of the season more than anything else. So I keep looking at FAU. And seeing that there's this nine seed that's now got a chance to go to the Final Four, and they're a team that's won 34 games this year. And I'll admit, Aaron, it's like, I haven't watched FAU in the regular season, but here they are in the NCAA tournament. Just keep on winning. What do you know about this team, and why did people sleep on them? Because they see that win total, it's a big-time number, and the name may not match it, but they they got a great opportunity against Kansas State to possibly take a next step and get to the Final Four. Well, and it speaks, John, in my opinion, to the fickle nature of the tournament. I love the tournament, and there's a conversation every time this year about is it the best way to crown a champion, and it really isn't because you go back to their opening round game, Memphis was in complete control of that game. Their best player, Kendrick Davis, gets hurt, sprains an ankle or twists an ankle really bad. He has to come out. They go on a run. They end up surviving against Memphis, and you look at you know Memphis, I, you know, I think would have matched up very nicely with Fairleigh Dickinson, would have matched up nicely with Tennessee, but then that's how it kind of works, right? Tennessee plays its A plus 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 game against Duke, and they have whatever a, a, a B minus game last night, and it's enough. So I don't want to take anything away from FAU, but I do think that's part of it. Is that you know, and people say this all the time, but it's true. 
when you enter the NCAA tournament, you don't have to beat all 67 other teams in the field. You just have to beat the ones that you play, and you look at them, they barely survived Memphis. Um, they get a 16 seed to advance the Sweet 16, and they get a, a, a Tennessee team that, while they're very good defensively, we, we all know, we've all watched Tennessee all year, is very limited offensively as well. And so, again, it's not to take away anything that they've done because, listen, this was a good team. They went, they won at Florida earlier this year when Florida was at 100% and playing well. Um, but I, I, I think part of it, we can't deny and pretend that part of it isn't also, you know, the path that they were able to get is through no fault of their own. They don't, should it be discredited? But I think that's part of it. But all, all I can really say is, you know, talented group, you know, kind of this, you know, new age, smaller, quicker, a lot of three point shooting. And again, they can only play the teams that are in front of them, and they have taken full advantage of that pass. And to your point, John, is now playing to go to the Elite Eight tomorrow, or go to the Final Four tomorrow. Yeah, and before I let you get out of here real quick, uh, AT, which, of course, we appreciate you, you hopping on with us, man. We just got about a minute uh, left. But uh, as far as the teams that are left or could meet in the championship, what would you think would be the dream matchup? Is it just simply Bama and Houston? Would that be the dream matchup of great teams, or would there be some other matchup you'd mm-hmm. like to see two teams face off? Well, I don't know that I would personally like to see it, but I do think Gonzaga getting back to a title game, especially in this year, would probably be what the TV execs want. I mean, obviously the Dukes, the Carolinas are out, the Kentuckys are out, um, and so I think Gonzaga having the opportunity to win it, you know, to, you know, third championship, you know, another opportunity to win it. Um, you know, I, I don't know if, if Texas basketball really resonates, but I assume that they're good for ratings. Everybody kind of loves or hates Texas. And then obviously, look, you know, the, the Alabama, I'll say this, the biggest story that can continue to go on in college basketball is what's going on in Alabama. And, you know, at this point, there's really nothing new to say. Nate Oates is addressed in every form that he can. But, you know, we all have our opinions on whether Brandon Miller should be representing the University of Alabama or not. Now, Alabama made the decision to do it, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to be a talking point if they get to a Final Four, if they're playing. Yeah, hey, Aaron, we appreciate you coming on with us, man. we got to run, but enjoy your week, uh, wedding weekend, man. We'll catch up with you. Still on the sidelines? The next time you suit up and get in the game, download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. In the NCAA tournament last night, Kansas State beat Michigan State 98-93 as Marquise Noel had 20 points and an NCAA tournament record 19 assists. Florida Atlantic continued their Cinderella run, beating Tennessee 62-55. And Gonzaga beat UCLA 79-76 behind Drew Timmy's 36 points and 13 rebounds. Tonight in the NCAA tournament, Alabama will face San Diego State at 5.30. Houston will take on Miami at 6.15. Creighton and Princeton will face off at 8. And Xavier will play Texas at 8.45. Coverage of those games can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And tomorrow in the NCAA tournament, the Elite Eight begins at 5.09. Florida Atlantic will face Kansas State on TBS. Then UConn will take on Gonzaga at 7.49 following that game. Coverage of both of those games can also be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hi, this is Joe Klein with Corky's Ribs and Barbecue. Whether you're dining in for daily specials like cheese dip happy hour, driving through for a barbecue bulk pickup order, or prefer our full-service catering, our professional staff at Corky's has you covered. Corky's in Little Rock and North Little Rock. We'll see you soon. And be sure to listen each week when I stop by 103.7 The Buzz. Coming to you today from Saracen Casino, and you may have had this thought go through your head in the past. Will I ever be an electric vehicle owner? Well, tomorrow night, right here at Saracen Casino, somebody's going to become exactly that. You're right. Uh, I got a buddy that's got a Tesla. And, man, it's a, it's a cool car, but it's a, it's a car, right? I mean, it's like a, a, a really fast, slick electric Camry. Hmm. And a minute ago, I referred to the F-150 as a car, but that's bogus. The F-150 is a full-size pickup, right? And you probably got a neighbor or a buddy that owns one. You may own one. But I've driven this thing, and I will tell you, it is unbelievable. Instant power, instant speed, 300-plus mile range. You can tow a boat with an electric car. And there is something crazy about hitting the gas. And there ain't no gas, right? (laughs) Right. Hitting the the accelerator, and it's electric. It's immediate speed. This car is self-driving. Unbelievable. Come win it tomorrow night at the Saracen. 
from 67167. It's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner Dirty Larry with the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. 7 Quatney 3. We have a backup at the Gregory Street exit. 10-4. This is Trooper Shipley. We're on the scene. Well, it looks like that lady broke down trying to get to Quatney's sale. Did someone say sale? Zero percent interest on the 2022 Silverado is back. And Guatney Chevrolet has them in stock. Plus, no payments for three months. 2.9% APR available on Equinox. And remember, all pre-owned vehicles are good enough for mom. Here's my license, Dirty Larry. Now, I know what you're thinking. Do I feel lucky? I sure do. I'm trading for a new Silverado at zero percent. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. All offers with approved credit. The Tracker and Mercury Open House Sale. Today through Monday at Bradford Marine and ATV at all six statewide locations. Save on Sun Tracker Sportfish 20. Great for fishing and cruising. With 90 horsepower Mercury Outboard and get a $500 Bass Pro gift card. Or get the Bass Tracker Pro Team 175 TXW with 60 horsepower Mercury with trailer and $1,000 Bass Pro gift card starting at $23,995. Hurry in to the Open House Sale today through March 31st at all Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Your authorized tracker dealer. Happy Hour is back at Twin Peaks Monday through Friday from 2 to 7. Score sweet deals like dollar off wine, liquor, cheap shots, and freezing cold 29 degree draft brews. Select apps available for 2, 4, and $6. Night Owls come back for awesome specials late night. Live in concert, the Grammy Award winning 12 piece powerhouse, the Desky Trucks Band, in Little Rock at the Theater at Simmons Bank Arena. Friday night, April 28th. Don't miss this all new show with all new music from Tedeschi Trucks. Band. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin, live from the NCAA Tournament. Moses going to try to take Edwards off the dribble. Shot clock's at seven. Moses sets up. Three on the way. Bank it in! Back to back! Banked in threes! Are you kidding me? On 103.7 The Buzz. Friday show, and I can tell you that it is an easy Friday show, but not near as easy as buying vehicles from Guatney Chevrolet. Just when you thought it was gone for good, Guatney Chevrolet has brought back the 0% interest financing on those 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500s, the ones equipped with the Turbo Max engine. So it's not just the basic one. We're talking about the one with the more torque, the better mileage. Better than any of the standard 5.3 engines, and they have 0% interest financing. And they're still buying vehicles, so if you're looking to make some money on that car that you have just sitting in your driveway or in your garage that's collecting dust, make some money on it. If you go over there to Guadney Chevrolet off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, they got their buyers that are sitting there ready and willing to get you money for those vehicles right there on the spot. It's that easy. Not only do they have all those vehicles uh, to choose from when you go in and be able to trade them in, but you also have a great opportunity with pre-owned vehicles. Good enough for mom, as they like to say. And you probably say, well, what does that mean, good enough for mom? Well, would you buy a vehicle for your mom if it wasn't drivable, if it wasn't in great shape, if it wasn't nice, if it wasn't reliable? Of course you wouldn't. And so that's how Guani Chevrolet deals with all of their pre-owned vehicles. They make sure that each and every one of them are as certified as possible when it comes to making it the best vehicle for you and making it last the longest. So check out Watney Chevrolet, the number one Arkansas Chevy dealer, and it's not even close, right there at the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, 1301 TP White Drive, Watney Chevrolet, and WatneyChevrolet.com. 
Coverage of the 2023 NCAA Tournament live from Las Vegas is brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and Saracen Casino Resort, Saracen Casino, and the Bet Saracen Sports Wagering app. Yeah, I forgot about the line. i got to have that play. we got the guys out there on Vegas, or I'm in Vegas. we got the guys over there in Twin Peaks hanging out oh, we until feel 4 like o'clock this Vegas. afternoon. Yeah, I'd we're say you probably like got the game Vegas, set up, yeah. and yeah, you got a game set up. You got all the TVs, you got all the vibes. So I'm sure it's about as close to Vegas as you can get out there, at Twin Peaks. This happy hour is pretty money too. Monday through Friday, two to seven, then ten to close. Yes, the double happy hour. You know, it's better than one happy hour, Joe. Two happy two hours. happy hours always. And, and I don't like happy hour. I like happy hourers, and five of them are good in a row here. <laughs> uh, I'm just waiting for beer thirty to hit in about 25 minutes. Buck off uh, liquor and drafts, and then you got. These crispy tacos. I've not had the tacos here. See all our crispy beef tacos. We came up here and watched the Arkansas-Kentucky game, the second one. It was uh, not pleasant, but the experience here was great. <laughs> but the game was Always. miserable. Uh, they got good deals, though, for happy hour over here. Oh, the fried pickles, though. That's the way to go. And then chips and queso, mozzarella bites. They're one of a kind, and they're at a good price. They're all $4. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, I said I'm hating I'm missing out on it too, but uh, I know it's uh, always a good time out there at Twin Peaks, and we appreciate them having us out there each and every month, especially around this time of year too, with all the March Madness going on and uh, the games, of course, the fights and everything. So uh, it's 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 awesome. So you guys are going to be out there till four o'clock this afternoon, which of course, like Joe, uh, Justin just said, is 25 minutes away. But doesn't stop there. The party just gets started. So be on out there not only for the rest of the night tonight, but tomorrow, Sunday, just hang out the whole week in there at Twin Peaks. It's always a great time. Uh, I know that uh, we'll have your Razor Hog update here in just a second as we'll talk about and hear from Coach Muss and some of the players uh, from the game yesterday, too. And just to remind everybody, Arkansas baseball did go final. We'll have some updates on that. But a few people who have been uh, texting in and, and tweeting at us and everything, uh, first Arkansas Bank Trust text line, uh, I thought it was a, a pretty fascinating thing that uh, when we had Air, uh, Steve Sullivan on and he was talking about experience and, and how – uh, he needs to go into the portal and get some of those experienced guys and everything. Uh, I feel like that's kind of what you do in the portal, and you got to go and be able to get guys that not only are well-rounded and, and, and experienced guys, but also dudes that can handle playing in the SEC, because that's something Musk talked about earlier this week. The conference itself has grown so dramatically in the talent level and the skill level and the coaching level that this isn't just something in the SEC anymore where it's like, well, if you get – one or two really good players, you should be able to dominate the conference. It's like you got to get guys in this league right away that are able to handle the physicality, the skill sets, and, and everything to go along with it. And so that's why it means so much more to also when he gets into the portal to get guys that can handle SEC play. I'll be curious to see how hard he works the portal versus, uh, and again, a lot of it's going to be, in, you know, determined by how many guys stick around. Plus, you've obviously got a couple of really outstanding players you expect to play significant minutes next year as part of your regular uh, recruiting class. So, um, yeah, we'll see. And, I, again, I think the big X factors in, in the whole makeup of the roster are the Mitchells. Because, I mean, I think we have a pretty good feel on the rest of the folks that are getting their stay or go. I don't, I'm not sure there's a good feel. You don't feel good? No. I mean, as far as who stays and who goes. I feel good about I think, uh, Devo. Fort, uh, you don't? No, I, I think Ford and Pinion, and even though they didn't play a lot this year, I think they'll kind of wait around to see what happens. I think those are the guys that are definitely coming back. But other than that, I think Devo may pursue a pro opportunity. He could sure. at this point. Could um, Council Walsh, Nick Smith. We know that they're probably going to be moving on. Well, the Walsh commentary last night after yeah. the game, though, Joe, made me think that he's strongly considering coming back, and it may just be, you know, because he's in the moment, but, I no, I feel very strong that Brazil's coming back. I feel, here's the thing about Devo, man. Yeah, he can go pursue a pro career, but his NIL money could be pretty significant next year as a leader of the team and a guy who's a beloved son of Arkansas and a three-year guy. If he goes four years and four Sweet 16s, I mean, they're going to build the statue of the dude somewhere. Certainly in Jacksonville, maybe in Fayetteville. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think you cement your legacy long-term. And it's so rare these days. I don't think he helps or hurts his status necessarily the following year professionally if he comes back for another season. But I feel good about him coming back. And then I would bet you money. I have no indication on any of this, but I would bet you a dollar that or one cold beer. 
uh, 29.6 degrees right now. Let's do it. Um, that either Barry or Ford or Pinion, one of those guys leaves. Oh, Barry's leaving. There's no no doubt to me that he's leaving. Even though he had his best minute of the of his <laughs> career last night, right? Right. right. I mean, he did. He, it was the first time we saw him. He was like, oh, all right. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy when a four-star is just struggling to get a minute on think, the floor. It's think crazy. about the four-star that was there last year. Never played, and he, he left. I can't think of it. Who is it? Yeah, John, what was his name? <laughs> Chance Moore. <laughs> Chance Moore. Okay. Yeah. Good. I mean, good. I, I, Where is he now? <laughs> yeah, I think he's at Missouri State. So it's I probably starting for somebody. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I mean, but listen, it's. I actually, uh, I actually think the opposite, guys. I think if anybody stays, I think Derek, uh, Barry Dunning stays. Uh, just because from what I've talked to and seen him in the locker room and seen is 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 apparently he just loves Muss and loves Arkansas. So uh, if he leaves, I feel like it would be something that he was told to leave more so than it was he was leaving on yeah. his own. That's, that's, that's I'm not specific- I get. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not singling him out. I just think one of those three guys. Because again, yeah. you're bringing Muss's job is to continue to recruit above the guys you have, right? And so a lot of it depends on who comes back. But you know, I, I don't know. I don't. And I do think I, I, I've been a huge. Probably like unreasonably huge Darian Ford fan from day one. Oh, absolutely. Haven't watched him through his, I mean, freshman year leading a team to a state title. I mean, he's such a stud, and I just think he's so steady. And I don't know if he'll ever be a star at the SEC level, but I, I just think he's a guy that you want to have around. He's just a good studying guy, and he feel good with the ball in his hands. And he, yeah, he never looked to me super comfortable, but once he gets comfortable at that level, and I'm thinking next year will be the year. I think he can be a major contributor and do a good job. Well, you know he's a hard worker. He's going to put in the work to make yep. sure he gets better and has an opportunity to get more playing time. Yep. Well, real quick, uh, before we take a break, let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! Oh, This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. It's going to be a quick Razor Hog update, but we talked about Jordan Walsh and his comments that made it sound like he might be coming back, so take a listen. Um, Obviously, I'm going to, you know, get right back in the lab and figure out, you know, my weaknesses that I have in my game. Um, I kind of have an idea now, just talking to the coaches, you know, they're putting a plan together for me to be able to, you know, fully maximize myself, maximize the summer. So um, I'm excited to, to get back on the grind and, you know, come back and be able to do whatever it takes to win, wherever, wherever that leads me. Love the little final sentence there. Uh, I come back and win uh, wherever that leads me. Wherever that leads me. Right. He leaves it pretty open-ended. He so, left it open, uh, for sure. It was yeah, a little I more don't, don't back he... than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, it was like he left it open, but I think he left it open because he's like, oh, I'm, I'm revealing too much of what I'm actually doing, so I'm going to throw it out there anyways at the very end. That's the vibe I got from it. But uh, Also, uh, Nick Smith Jr., you know, he's gone after this season. We think we can all agree that, but this is what he talks about, what he and also the team learned. Well, for me, you know, um, just learning, you know, different aspects of the game and different aspects in life in general, just going about, you know, situations differently and um, for the team, you know, it's it's been a, it's been a roller coaster, but you know that's what that's what when, when you have adversity, you see you, you get you get to see who you really are, and I feel like this team has um, came a, a long way, and uh, just um, just competing with one another and just believing in one another, and you know um, I'm just thankful to you know just to be a part of it. Question I have about Nick Smith is: Is he going to be a high draft pick, or as high of a draft pick as we thought before the season started, or because of what happened this season, has it dropped at any point in time? He could drop outside of the top ten, but what will um, once he gets to the draft camps and and uh, uh, the combine and everything, his stock will rise once again. Yeah, I, I think so, but. If he's not a lottery pick, I don't know. I think he could play. He he's a guy that could benefit from another year because I think he could play his way into a lottery pick. But I don't know that he's. Again, I'm not an analyst, so I don't know. But I mean, if he's not a lottery guy, then you got to consider trying to play your way in there. There's a huge amount of money difference, right? There is, but I don't think he drops out of the lottery. I, I think yeah. maybe outside the top ten, but not outside the lottery. What is it? Fourteen? Fifteen? Fifteen? Find out here soon. There's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We'll take our final break and come back with three and out here on Out of Bounds, live from Twin Peaks there in Little Rock. 
everybody, check your calendar, man. It's the last weekend of the month, and that means if you've played right here at Saracen Casino any time this month of March while using your player's card, you might win that brand-new Ford F-150 Lightning that we're giving away tomorrow night. And, Carlton, that vehicle is amazing. It's amazing. We're giving away lots of free play tomorrow, too. But I'll tell you, all eyes are on this F-150 Lightning. It is a two-year waiting list. Google it. F-150 Lightning waiting list. You'll see articles about two years, sometimes three years, depending upon what market, what area. Dealers got limited inventories because they wanted it to be hot. And they're, they're something. The tech in this car is unbelievable. And I'll say this. It is unquestionably both the most expensive and the coolest rig we've ever given away at Saracen. So I am pumped to hand the keys to the F-150 Lightning to somebody tomorrow night. If you've played at all at Saracen this month with your player's card, you're entered. Come win this F-150 Lightning at Saracen Saturday night. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> We've been trying to reach you about the extended warranty on the car you haven't owned for six years. Are you tired of these calls? Ever wonder how they started? There's a good chance when you bought that car, the dealer sold your info to a third party. Things aren't that way at Watney Buick GMC. Protecting your privacy is just one of our promises to you. You'll even get it in writing. Right now, take advantage of 2.9% on Sierra 1500. Equipped with the new Duramax engine. With more available torque and better mileage than the 5.3. New Buicks with no payments for 90 days. Watney Buick GMC. Great rates. Delayed payments and no robocalls. Hello? Your extended warranty is about to expire. Take me off your list. I'm trading at Guatney. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Guatney for Buick, Guatney for GMC, Guatney for life. All offers with approved credit. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. At Jones & Son, we only feature quality. And that's why I wanted to talk to you today about Michael M. Engager Rings. There's one thing you can't go wrong with, and that's the quality and style of Michael M. rings. Michael M. has the most diverse features within their collections. And best of all, they are made and designed in Los Angeles, right here in the United States. The styles are on trend, and Michael M. rings are truly timeless. Come see the new Michael M. Engage Ring Collection now at Jones & Son Fine Jewelry in West Little Rock. Shop online at jonesandson.com. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here.
Coverage of the 2023 NCAA Tournament Live from Las Vegas is brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and Saracen Casino Resort, Saracen Casino, and the Bet Saracen Sports Wagering app. That's right. It is time for three and outs, and really appreciate Edwards Food Giants as well as uh, Bet Saracen and the Saracen Casino Resort for making the coverage of the NCAA tournament possible here in Las Vegas. As uh, it's been an awesome trip. Wish it could have gone better for the Razorbacks, but still, uh, been having some a great time. A lot of Razorback fans out there got to talk with Carlton Safa a little bit there too. It was it was awesome. So, uh, guys, but before we get into the headlines and everything. I know we've talked about Vegas and all that, but I'm not going to be coming back until about 10 a.m. on Monday morning is when I land in Little Rock, roughly. So I'm doing a red eye on Sunday night. That gives me today, tomorrow, and essentially all day Sunday here in Vegas with just me and doing whatever. So if there's any sort of suggestions or tips or recommendations, let them be voiced now because I cannot guarantee I'll remember them later. Are you done with games? You you done going to games, or is that still open? I mean, I still I, I still could go to the game, and I, that's actually an option. I thought about doing, it, especially for the Gonzaga UConn game. So I still can yeah. do that. But uh, as far as everything else goes, though, that's kind of where I'm looking at. I would I would load up on UConn and go to the game and root for them and drink a cold beer and watch it and enjoy it. Ride that roller coaster. I, yeah, and there's a couple other restaurants I could suggest that you need to probably hit before you get out of there too. If you got uh, once you make a little extra money, maybe hit hit the blackjack again, John. Try to pile it up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to be doing that too. Uh, I'm going to, you know, try to just you know be smart about it. Be smart about it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna have some fun with it too. But I, I'll say this too, guys, real quick. Uh, I know I've only been here a couple days, and I know everyone's told me about it. And I've always heard about it and everything, but. Vegas is exactly uh, as amazing as it's been hyped to be. There's been no disappointments. It's exceeded every expectation, which I had high expectations, but it's exceeded every expectation. I understand fully why people love it here, love coming here, love hanging out here. There is nothing bad, nothing just that is unappealing about it. No matter where you go, it's awesome. So uh, I'm just glad I finally got to experience and glad that I got to check it out and to see all the sights that I can here, but it's definitely been worth the hype, and the expectation's been awesome. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had a good time, man. It's uh, You definitely need to go back. It's hard to see. You can't see all of Vegas in one trip for sure. And The thing is, Vegas to me was like New Orleans, John. Like I went there and just partied my brains out the first couple times, but then once you start to get in the nuances of it, you know, go see a show, enjoy the fine dining. You know, there's a lot of sights and sounds. I mean, you can get outside of the, you know, off, off the strip for sure, but outside of the city a little bit too, and there's cool things to do outside of that as well. So I think uh, you go back a couple more times. I'm a big Cirque show fan, so I've seen a couple different ones of those, but uh, if you like the Beatles at all, that Cirque show they have there is phenomenal. But a fun one, John, is outside of uh, Caesars is, um, I think it's outside Caesars, I guess it is, um, they have um, Absinthe. Which is a it's a Cirque show, but it's kind of raunchy. It's pretty fun if you're looking for something kind of <laughs> off the beat. It sounds path. good. Chris Cromwell turned me on to that years ago. It's fun. It's a fun show. All right. Oh well, yeah, I'll have to check that out. I got I got a lot of different uh, different uh, recommendations from other people too. So just kind of we'll see where the wind takes me uh, the next few days. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, I do want to say though a few things that uh, get into for three and out. I'm sure you guys saw this too. I don't know what it is about the handshake lines, especially in women's basketball. But good grief. There's so many things been happening and problems happening and trash talk happening, but this one took it a little too far where a Memphis women's basketball player absolutely sucker punched a Bowling Green player during the handshake line after last night's NIT game, and so much so that the police are investigating. The video is horrible. Uh, she's down on the ground in, in a bad way, and it just caused chaos, and now it looks like, uh, according to the reports, that Bowling Green police are charging the basketball player with assault. So just yep. what a wild thing. Yeah, that was that was ugly, man. And I don't know what was said, and I'm sure they'll investigate a little further into it. But regardless, you can't lay hands on somebody. And then we had the other incident in the NCAA women's tournament where the two players were barking at each other and got a little testy there too. And look, I've heard people make the argument too. Maybe we shouldn't do ha- handshake lines, and maybe maybe yeah, that's maybe the case. that's where it is. So yeah, NFL teams have been warned to only negotiate with Lamar Jackson. It's he's not getting a lot of run as far as a new contract. He's um, you know a free agent, and he signed to the non-exclusive tag with the Ravens, so that's 32 mil. But there's a rep out there named Ken Francis, oh. and he's uh, in business with Lamar Jackson. But 
NFL sent out a memo warning teams to only negotiate with Lamar. You can't talk to anyone else since he doesn't have an agent. I was trying to figure that out. I saw the story, but I wasn't sure what the background was on that. That makes more sense. Um, if I may, we, we talked about yeah. this on uh, The Zone. Cheech and Chong are reuniting on screen. They're doing a biopic. Uh, it says, we are excited to show the world how two dudes from different backgrounds get together, change comedy, and made cannabis mainstream. That's right, buddy. <laughs> the tie that binds my friend's weed for Cheech and Chong. I love those dudes. They're hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Lasting over the time, test of time. No doubt. And uh, on 50 years in comedy. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, one of my uh, favorite things is always uh, coaches that say things in press conferences that can't just, I don't know how they say it with a straight face, but that happened with Tom Izzo because we know Michigan State lost to Kansas State, which was an incredible game in overtime. But in the, the press conference afterwards, he was asked about the Big Ten. He said, listen, we play in the best league in the country. The Big Ten's the best league in the country. There's no question about it. Well, the Big Ten had eight bids, one Sweet 16 team, and no Elite Eight teams. And in fact, the Big Ten has sent 17 teams to the NCAA tournament the last two seasons, and not one single team has advanced to the Elite Eight. So I, I get where you're coming from, coaches. Uh, I know you're trying to hype it up, man, but sometimes you just got to look at reality. I don't know how you can say it's the best league in the country when you guys can't even get into the second weekend, and if you do, it's one team out of 17 teams. Just terrible. Well, speaking of press conferences, uh, they tried to get Nate Oates to bite on what Nick Saban had to say. Nato said he's not offended, and then Nick Saban even said that he doesn't listen to basketball press conferences, so he had no idea what they were talking about that Nato said in the first place. No way we buy that, right? There's just no way we buy that. <laughs> Look, who's got more political capital than Tuscaloosa? Oh, it's Saban, oh, hands down. That's right, so I don't think Nate can uh, push his luck too hard. Yeah, I've, I've just, I don't know, when I hear that, I heard that and I read it, I'm like, listen, you guys can't can't say something like that and it'd be so eerily close to, like, the situation and just act like, well, I, I didn't know that, well, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. He said that? Really? He said that? I didn't know he said that. It's just a phrase I use. I don't know what to say about it. Like, I, I just I just don't buy that at all. Just do not buy that. Both guys, they're, they're, they're just not, they're not taking the bait here. That's all that is. They're just going to mm-hmm. let it go as it is and they're not taking the bait. Tom Brady has bought into the WNBA Las Vegas Aces, so he's now a team owner. It's a great investment. How much did he spend? Not a lot. That's You want to learn how to turn uh, $5 million into $1 million, boys? <laughs> Tom Brady is cornering the market. I guess after that whole uh, debacle with crypto, he's like, let me see how much more money I can lose. <laughs> what an idiot. Stupid, Tom. <laughs> Come to Twin Peaks. Get your weekend also, started. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wish I was there, guys. I know it's going to be a great time, and uh, I know that it was a great time today, too. But, yeah, this weekend, it's the place to be down there in Little Rock for all the great games going on. Yes, it is. And big fights tomorrow night. It's the place to be. Yeah, it's going to be a, sounds like rock. It'll be a great one, right? no doubt about it. So, But uh, it was nice. Hey, Acre, appreciate you uh, you know, uh, coming down and hanging out with us and uh, having some fun there at Twin Peaks. I know it's probably terrible for you, but we appreciate it. Buddy, you know you got to twist my arm to get me in a bar. It's tough. But uh, I made an exception because I love you guys. <laughs> I really do. Uh, we really appreciate yeah, it. Man, good times, good times. Yeah, we, we, we appreciate you and appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today. For Justin Agri and Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel. Next Monday, have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you then. Stay tuned for Drive Time Sports. What an incredibly exciting time at Saracen Casino. Carlton, you got the March Madness tournament going on. Everybody's jazzed about that. But I think the vehicle you're giving away tomorrow night here at Saracen is probably the most impressive vehicle you've ever given away. It, it is. In three years, I've given away incredible vehicles. You know, every German car you could imagine, Mercedes, BMW. Uh, we've done Audis. We've done Cadillac. We've done a little bit of everything. Unquestionably, this F-150 Lightning is 